Welcome to another Twinkle Home Education podcast. My name's Rachel and usually you see me on videos or over on Instagram, but we wanted to share this podcast with you. It's just the audio of our recent Power Hour where we had a bunch of different people come on to talk to us about their home ed experiences. It's only been edited to take out all the technical bits, but enjoy and let us know what you think. Welcome to the first ever, possibly the last ever Power Hour Basically, the concept is that we try and fit as many interviews as we can in an hour. So we've got about eight people lined up. So we've got about five minutes or so for each person. And we're going to just see how it goes. It could be complete chaos. It could be a lot of me staring at the screen, pressing buttons, trying to fill it with um, waffles. So I apologize if it goes horrendously wrong, but we're going to try it because one of the aims of this Instagram page is to try and build community. And the one way we build community is by talking to people and asking questions and being open. So that's what we're going to do. So first of all, I've got Roseanne coming up. Hi Rachel, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you Roseanne? Yeah, good. Nice to talk to you again. I know, not about periods this time. No, actually about home ed. No, so we've got five minutes, but before we start, um, can you just tell us, I know you have been on before, but a little bit about who you are and who you home educate. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Roseanne and I home ed Sophia, who is has just turned seven last week, and Ellis, who is five. Okay, so the same, similar as my two older ones, really, isn't it? Yeah. So you got the first question, and I let you pick because you were the first one on. And the question is, why did you decide to home ed? Have you always done it? Has it been on your mind forever? Is it just, just tell us the thought process that went through there and the time is starting now? Sure. Um, yeah, I've always home ed. They've never been to school. Um, I've always loved the idea of it, even before I had my own kids. Um, and... I previously worked within the educational sector and when I left I just think I became so detached from mainstream education itself um, and then I had my own kid and we were still uncertain um, I did look around some primary schools for my eldest when the time came and I just never felt emotionally attached to any of them um, I took her along to a couple and she was like a rabbit caught in headlights, to be honest. Um, then COVID hit and it was just a perfect opportunity for us to give this a go. Um, originally on a temporary basis, um, but it's this is our third year now and I can't really see anything changing, to be honest. We just, yeah, I was just about to ask that. Do you have any plans for yeah. high school or anything? Uh, it's so early to say because yeah. I really think I would actually be doing this four years ago. Even though I've loved it, I just didn't think it would be financially possible physically possible emotionally possible for either of us but it just has and now we're in it and it's as you know it's just you become such a team I just can't imagine like a chain being broken within within the team of us now so yeah I don't I, I don't see that happening unless they request to in which case we'll we'll give it a go but Never say you never. You say that because I say that to my kids. Like, if you want to, but in t inside, I think like, please don't go. I want I, to do this. I, yeah, I do. I say not. I don't push it. But if anything about school, I'm very open and honest. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-five percent of their friends do go to mainstream schools, um, and sometimes it comes up, and sometimes it doesn't. I just, I think we all know that nobody can determine their needs and wants better than me and they 
they know that as well even at other classes it's kind of like oh but you know it's not mum but we'll see they're still young and you just never know no you don't yeah I was so anti-homemade that yeah to like you'd be in this situation is so bizarre yeah. did you have a supportive community when you started homemading I didn't know anyone I didn't I'd never I'd met one person and that was before I even had kids on holiday um in my early 20s and I didn't know a single person and when I started my page up it was purely to just get years it was never for it to be a big sort of friendship group like it is now um and I didn't know a single person and now we probably know as in meeting up I'd say 30 40 families and then obviously with the large home ed community online hundreds hundreds yeah, yeah. and that's what about three years what about family was they supportive um not really they're quite mainstream in every way and yeah. obviously I was teaching it myself it was a bit of a shock um I think it's just the outdated views of oh but what about socializing what about exams you know and unless you really unless you're in it I can totally understand that it would be the weird you know your kids your kids are going to be weird but I shared a post last week and it was about, oh, you're going to homeschool your kids. They'll be so weird. And then it was, yeah, but just like their mum who was mainstream schooled. And I'm just so true. I went to school, yeah. college, now I homeschool. And, you know, it's just, you can't compare. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Time is almost up. We've got one minute left. So I am going to stick to the next question, which I think you've already explained a little bit. But why do you continue to homeschool? Why? Um, to foster my children's imagination, to let them thrive in their passions, what they believe in. Um, they don't do well sitting inside. You know, if we don't get out for hours a day, none of us feel healthy in our mind and body, emotionally, physically. We are an outdoor family and I feel like nothing could compare to the lifestyle we have now. Yeah, yeah, it's hard when you start. We walked past a school just the other day and the kids were like, so is that where they play? They have no clue what it's like. And I try and explain it to them. Yeah. But, um, it's just so different that it's hard to, it's really hard to compare and imagine going back. Understood. Do you have any questions for me? I didn't, I didn't. Um, I got, um, why did, yeah, I actually have. Why did you leave teaching education in the first place? Uh, because I was working in a community like church, um, charity side as well alongside like voluntary alongside teaching yeah. and I was like which do I do which do I do and every Easter I'd be like should I leave teaching should I do this full time yeah and then I decided to go to America and do a master's in kind of working with charities and churches and so on so I went and did that um, never been to America before and I was at that point I was still really anti-homeschool as well and yeah. then my roommates and I they're actually like in your room you sleep in the same room as them I'm so like you know when you hear that on American yeah, yeah. TV, you're like yeah that's just like a housemate no. no so they were homeschooled um and they were 17 so they'd come to do their master's at 17 and been homeschooled that whole time so nice. I just met a load of different home educators and that was one of the like turning points for me I love that yeah. met them and you were just you just couldn't yeah. believe actually gone their whole childhood just being yeah. and they were they were that successful if you like yeah and they were just very normal people as well like I had this very like stereotypical view of what home educators would be like and yeah. then everyone I met it was just it was all the stories were different all the reasons were different all the parents who did it were different yeah. so yeah that made me think like oh maybe I've got it wrong oh, and I, had got it wrong. I love that because we've never had a chance to talk about that side so it's yeah like, 
hear how people got into it in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going to invite the next person on. Yeah, I'm going to watch. The first one has gone well. <laughs> See, so next we're about to invite Helen. So I'm going to say bye to you. Later. Bye. Thanks bye. so much, Roseanne. Bye. So you're Helen, obviously. Bye. Um, thank you so much for coming on. I know it's a bit of a baptism by fire coming on for the power hour. Um, but, but do you want to tell us who you are and who you home educate? And don't worry about being sideways. It's totally fine. <laughs> oh, it's something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I am. Um, I'm Helen and I have got a boy, age six. We've been home edding for a year now. <laughs> um, he has been in school. He went um, for two years in nursery and we did the first year of reception um, because we were just coming out of or going in, I can't remember, it was something to do with COVID anyway. We yeah. were, I was thinking, oh, it's probably best that um, I, I lost my nerve. I wanted to do it. I didn't submit the application and then very last minute I lost my nerve and yeah. ended up um, sending him to school for a year. And I still think it, because I was so isolated, I did not know anybody. I don't regret that decision. Yeah. Um, I think it was probably good for him. Um, there was nothing going on. So, yeah. Um, but the next year, I was quite spurred on. Um, yeah. Because of the what, I, what he experienced in that year. Yeah. I'd already been keen, but because of what he experienced, yeah, I um, decided we'd give it a go. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're still doing it. We're still, yeah, still happy. Um, yeah. I, because I, because we didn't, we, in a sense, we didn't make any decision. We just kept, my family, we just kept on doing what we were doing. I forget how massive a decision it is because everybody's in school. All of your community are school people. Like, yeah. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew nobody who did it. Yeah. <laughs> in my area, I knew some people who did it um, from where I was from in Northumberland, but yeah, not, not here in Wales. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm going to ask you one of the questions that I finished with Jenna on, which was why is she continuing to home ed? So um, yeah, what makes you? Yeah. Think, I presume you're going to continue. Why do you think you're going to continue? Yeah. Um, basically, so he's not under that pressure. Um, he also doesn't want to return. <laughs> yeah. I, I do ask him every now and then. He's like, nope, nope not not happy about it um if that should change you know we would support him yeah that's, that's exactly <laughs> how i feel i am really yeah um i'm enjoying the what it's brought i mean yeah there's, there's definitely challenges but um we've got a special a special relationship we've um yeah we've got this this special bond and we're you know it's, it's getting it's improving we're working on it and yeah it's a journey um but yeah it's 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 nice to be able to collaborate um together and work work on the journey together yeah that's that I mean, it's, that's it's a privilege I, yeah it's a privilege yeah. to be able to experience you know his achievements um and helping him through any negativity um it's nice to be the one to to be there yeah, definitely. What are, what are some of the struggles that you, we all have struggles, um, I presume you do, what yeah. are some of the struggles that you have with One of them is definitely financial. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to spend a lot of money with home ed, um, but quite a lot of the home ed meets um, do involve transportation. Um, we're right at the top of town, it takes a 40 minute walk, um, 
I'd be up for it, but my son yeah. is capable of doing it, but wouldn't necessarily want to do yeah. that as frequently as we need to. Um, so yeah, that's quite a big one. Um, I would, yeah, my husband has the car and he can't, um, he, he starts at seven o'clock in the morning. There's no, there's no buses at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, um, I, I tell you, and it's something else I struggle with is um, being on my period. <laughs> yeah, well, we just had Rosanne on, so you can That's definitely a struggle. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's something I discuss with him. Mm -hmm. um, he's very aware now that it's nothing personal. Yeah. Uh, I might be really um, sensitive. I might be um, quite irrational, um, emotional for no particular reason. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's come to understand. Yeah, I have those conversations with my kids. <laughs> Do you plan at all knowing what your cycle's going to be? Have you kind of figured out any hacks? <laughs> not especially, but um, I try not to over plan anyway. There's some, there's some things we, I have got commitments now, but um, like I'm, I'm starting to run things myself. So it'll be interesting, but I think, yeah, having some more organisational skills with regards to that would be would be a good idea, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I no longer, like, I, well, I haven't yet started to, like, plan around my cycle, but I definitely, I used to feel guilty for those, especially those first, like, I was going to say three days, but it feels like three weeks, the first bunch of time where I'm yeah. just like, I'm just not pleasant mm -hmm. to live with, but also absolutely exhausted. And I, I now just am like, I'm happy to just write those days off rather than think like, oh, I should have done, yeah. done that. Yeah. But I love that our kids know about it and it's just like totally normal for them to be like, um, I don't know, intuitive about that. And mm -hmm. it's really, yeah. I really love it. Yeah. I don't think that would happen if they were in school because I think I would just be like, pull myself together to do the school run and then collapse and then pull myself yeah. again, up together again later. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a really special journey like doing it alongside them yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah so we've got oh we've only got 29 seconds so do you oh. have any questions for me i didn't ask this but i quite enjoyed um i like talking so <laughs> do you have um, any questions you want to ask me you i was ask gonna me? i was gonna ask um have your children been in school at all no Not so at I, all, did, no. I did nursery we got three hours from two years old oh. And I was really sick, pregnant with my second. So I sent my first one for just like a few hours a week. Yeah. COVID for nursery meant that I couldn't do that for my second. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, after the first decision, it hasn't crossed our mind since. So mm -hmm. yeah, so they're yeah. definitely in school. They have a very yeah. weird idea of what school is like. Recess, they say, because of the TV shows that they watch. And I'm like, it's not recess all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Thank you so much for joining us. It's oh, finally, you finally did it. <laughs> one down and it's gone up here. Yeah. So I think you just exit out as if you're finishing okay. up the live. And okay. now I'll be inviting Alexandra on. But thank you so much okay. for joining us. Thank See you. Later. Bye. Bye. Hi, Alexandra. Hi. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Do you want to just briefly introduce yourself? I'm going to get the timer set. But after that, yeah. tell us who you are and who you home ed. Okay, so my name is Alexandra. Uh, I home at my, well, I have three sons. Uh, my oldest is four and eight months, so he's not compulsory school age yet, but we started with him because he was in nursery for 
three three days just for three hours and he just got really interested in the whole phonics maths and everything and yeah. we just had to keep it going because he was just super interested in everything and I took him out of the nursery because he was just literally coming home so tired even after the three hours because he wasn't attending the whole five days the three hours he was there he was always doing work box work box it was like a montessori style they were very very focused on achieving academically like at a really young age yeah. you know phonics and sight words and he was oh, just wow. three at the time yeah, yeah. so, so he, he he still knows all that but yeah. he was so tired and he he just wasn't happy i could see he's not happy going in anymore so i just took him out oh and then i have my my middle son he's uh three three and a half almost and then i have an eight month old as well so you're oh. full of energy all the time again. yeah <laughs> yeah four coffees every day yeah they just keep me going. i know i didn't ask this question but um i do know what it's like to have the little ones how do you find it kind of home editing and still having to deal with like babies and potty training and all that kind of thing okay so i was a primary teacher before mm -hmm. so i'm used to you know the chaos yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, the screaming and the toys everywhere and things everywhere so i'm used to that it's just you you've really uh, hit the spot there with the napping and it's just in my case it just has to do with planning i have to literally plan and stick to the plan like i plan everything meals nap time during uh, the baby's nap time we do like you know just really really important things like you know, basic maths and phonics and and then whatever else time we have left with the baby we just do messy play basically yeah every day we have messy play every day because that just keeps them really really entertained and you know we just go along with reading and whatever else we can achieve with the baby when he's up yeah. but yeah uh, nap time is uh, yeah, the golden hour <laughs> it would be like i don't know when they were napping and then it'd be like right everyone and we'd sit yeah. and still. Yeah. <laughs> whereas now i'm coming out of that kind of phase and i'm finding it hard to like figure out is it hard when, when they stop napping because now i feel like i'm so lucky because i know during that one hour especially the morning nap, I know mm -hmm. it's quiet and I can just focus. They can focus on but whatever yeah. we need to get done. But after the baby won't nap, I don't know. What I was going to ask, because you mentioned messy play, um, could you give us some ideas of the type of messy play things that you do? Of course, I, oh, I love messy play. I'm the person. I'm your person for messy play. Basically, I just try to use whatever we have in the pantry because with my middle son ever since he was able to not even to walk just just to well yeah let's just say when he started walking he would just put everything in his mouth like literally everything so that's when i started looking at doing like edible messy place yeah, yeah. so anything like pasta and food coloring uh like yesterday we just did like some rice and uh we had like uh letters uh and we did like the oh the other day we did um cereals and uh just like spaghetti and they just had to put the the cereal on the oh, spaghetti yeah, yeah. 
or like just uh, I don't know. We we literally use everything. We do like peas, and then they get to mash the peas. Or there's times when we would just read the story, and I would find like small toys or whatever that's related to the story, and we would just bring that on, you know, alive, so to speak. Yeah, I, in the like school. It's that, it's yeah I love that. I I love it. I love yeah. It. They're, they're definitely engaged. And I haven't done as much with my third, but I, I need to get going and probably come onto your um, Instagram page and steal your ideas. I feel like, I feel like Messy Play just saves our day. Even mm -hmm. like if there's days when we're, you know, it's raining all day long and we can't go outside or even if we go outside, it's just like half an hour, yeah. you know, outside time. And then you're just, they just sit there and they look at you and expecting yeah. you come with something you know yeah. just give them something to do and, and that just always always works they just love it and yeah. i love it Mine it's just cleaning up about two hours this afternoon and it was so nice like all three of them really yeah. enjoyed it playing together it turned into like ice cream shops and so on and i just got to sit and observe and get on with stuff it was yeah, yeah. i definitely need to do more we have yeah, that's what... sorry go on no that's what i love that you can involve different ages like mm -hmm. obviously not my eight month old yet but as soon as he'll be able to walk i would just put him in there in the spaghetti yeah. <laughs> you know? i've got so many pictures of my firstborn in a box with something yeah always yeah. he always climbed in the box uh, yeah because when they um because i taught kind of seven plus up to ten year olds and they don't get to do that in school it's yeah. kind of oh they're too old for it but then like my eight-year-old absolutely loves all of that kind of stuff so yeah so do you plan to keep home educating is that what you're thinking about yes this was my plan from the beginning but I'm ashamed to say I did give in to peer pressure because oh, everyone everyone was like your son is three and you've been a primary teacher you know how important you know the social side of things are yeah. like just them being surrounded by kids all the time and getting all those social skills and everything. And I just felt like, okay, let me give it a try. I'm yeah. so happy that at the end of the day, it was, I could see it wasn't right for him. Not the social side. It's just mm -hmm. the, the fact that, as I said, he was just going three days and they were like really taking advantage of those three hours he was in to just, you know, push yeah. him towards. But it was just getting, he wasn't happy. Yeah. He was just, he literally told me one morning, I, I cried. He said, mommy, I'm too sad. I, I don't want to go and keep writing. And I was like, what do you do there all day? Who do you play with? He was like, no, I'm just writing. Oh. And I, it just broke my heart. And yeah. sometimes he would come home with his uh, packed lunch, not lunch, you know, just like a small snack or something. Yeah. And he would come home with it. And I would ask him, I would say, why don't you eat your, your snack? And he was like, I wanted to play. So... Yeah. yeah it's just the staff were lovely they were just you know it was that it was an outstanding nursery they were just really really focused on achieving really high academic results at a really early age yeah yeah, for sounds, me. yeah it yeah. sounds like you made the right choice so thank Hope you so. for joining us and tell us all about that with time has gone off like, i'm so pleased that this is going like Okay, I just expected this to be chaos. It's amazing so far. I, I loved the, the two the two persons before. Yeah, it's Thank so interesting hearing everyone, like people from all over the place, and yeah, there's a lot that unites us. It's really interesting. And I love your new haircut. I was going oh, to tell you. Yeah, thank you. Well, it needs, 
I haven't done anything with it today, so I need it's to learn how to actually style it now. I can't just pull it back. Thank you very much. No worries. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. I think if you exit out and then I'll invite yeah. the next person on. Thank you so much. Very Bye. welcome. How are you, <laughs> Yes, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. Um, exhausted. We went to the farm today, so oh. they like I wish there was one near us. We haven't. We don't have one near enough to go to. So we've got a yearly pass, and like oh. once a week, we always have a day that's Ollie's. We call it Ollie's days. It's usually a Friday, and I always say to him, "Where do you want to go?" And I don't even know why I ask him no more because <laughs> yeah. it's always let's go to the farm. Let's go to the farm. So I don't that's know why I bother asking. Well, that much means you see all the different changes as well, don't you? Through it, whereas yeah. my kids, I think, have. Well, when they see cows on the train, they get so excited. So I don't know what they'd be like if I took them to a farm. Was for, we watched something that you you put on, and it was I don't know if there was a train in the background or you was at you was at a station, yeah. and Ellie went, "Oh, I want to go on a train." I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll try and that will be our next thing to do." Yeah, I guess some of those cheap train tickets. That's how I yeah. get around. Yeah, yeah I know. Going on the train is fun. Mine is still excited about just like sitting on a train and we get the little bag out and. It's really yeah. nice, isn't it? No, I think that's what he, he wants to do. He doesn't yeah. care about where we're going. He just wants yeah. to sit on a train. Yeah. That sounds about right. Right, I'm going to look. I feel like I've forgotten all the questions because I've just kind of gone all over. But also the question that I had for you was the first word to describe your home ed. If someone said, like, describe it in one word, what would be the first word that popped into your head? Arty. Oh, <laughs> do you want to explain that a little bit? Oh, I've got some timer. Hang on, hang on. Keep doing this. I'll pause. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a danger, you see. I just get carried away, and before I know it'll be midnight, and I'm still... Trying. And it's gone so smoothly. I'm so I impressed. I, I don't want to say it too much in case this <laughs> all goes to pause. There's still time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, yeah. Why Ollie's Ollie loves to draw, yeah. as you probably know, being, like, yeah. every day. Like, I, we brought him a new notebook, and it was really thick. And it's just got all the little squares on from Asda. Our Asda delivery comes on Friday. He's filled it. Yeah. Completely filled yeah. it. He, he just, he loves to sit and draw. The best thing we ever bought was an art desk. And he has everything in it. And he can just get whatever out. Play-Doh, we go through tubs and tubs. I've tried making it. If anyone's got a recipe that doesn't dry out, please send I me can't, it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Mine goes soggy after a few yeah. Yeah. it's just it goes like all and then it goes all horrible and smells and it's just horrible so we go through i think we keep play-doh company in in business yeah. because we go through like at least four or five tubs a week um and he just loves anything arty he out outside um we've got a table outside and on it it's just got loads so it's got one of them like caddy things with loads of felt tips and things yeah. and that's all he wants to do day in day out yeah. he just He's not really bothered about paint. He's, he was funny about paint when he was really tiny. He wouldn't touch it. And it yeah. took us ages to get him to do paint. Um, but, yeah, he, he just loves drawing. So, yeah, Artie. And, like, even when we're out and about, he likes doing leaf rubbing, tree rubbing. Like, art is everywhere for him. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't, as an adult, go into anything arty, I'll be surprised. Yeah, well, and what's, like, lovely is that, yes, he'd get to do a bit of, it, bit of it at school, but the fact that he gets to spend so much time doing that with home ed is really special. And he can, like, 
really like be very passionate about it not just passionate between like certain times of the day when they do it so, yeah, well when he when he went to, he only went to school for six sessions but when he did he kept being found which I kept being what how is he being found in there surely you know where he is which sort of rang alarm bells with me but it was like we keep find, finding him in the art cupboard <laughs> he'd literally be in the art cupboard drawing <laughs> And then when I asked him about it, he was just amazed that he could fit in this cupboard. Yes. And that's one reason why I was in there. And the other reason was because all the art supplies was in yeah, there. So yeah. he was grabbing the best supplies. When I was a teacher, you'd find me in the art cupboard, sometimes like sobbing and crying, but mostly to get art supplies. Did like He was drawing. Yeah. So that's obviously one of the highlights of your home ed. What would be one of the struggles that you have found? Um, believing in myself. Um, I'm constantly making things because Ollie's so specific how he likes things. Mm -hmm. Like um, if it's things about dinosaurs, it can't be cartoony dinosaurs because that's for babies and he's not a baby and all this. So then I have to adapt things a lot. Um, and that's one thing I constantly will be like, oh, I can't. And like I'll show, and then I'll show him some, or, or I'll print it out, and then I'll decide I'm not going to do it, and he'll find it, and he'll sit and do the whole lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I just? do it why do, yeah. why do I keep adapting things and not just doing it um so that would be one thing is just having confidence in what I can what I do and just yeah. do it um because like who cares if it goes wrong it doesn't matter he doesn't care exactly. he'll just yeah. like draw on it anyways <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um but yeah just believing in myself more and um because I've just started I've we've started doing groups and things is getting the people there um, I'm finding a lot of people like have anxieties with meeting new people yeah. and so just getting people the confidence to because like me and Ollie will talk to anybody yeah. <laughs> the other day we was walking and he put his hand out to someone and was like hello my name's Ollie what's your name and I was like because I've never done that to anybody yeah. that's very funny but I was always told I was an old soul and he's very much an old yeah. soul as well. He's yeah. like, like, good morning, how are you today? My name's Ollie, what's your name? That's so sweet. You see, socialisation isn't, isn't an issue. But I think you're right about people being anxious about going. Yeah. I certainly used to be very anxious. And then before I, then I starting groups made it easier for me because then I could be busy and like doing yeah. stuff. And then I wouldn't feel like the awkwardness of it all. But yeah, how do you think we can make this as feel a little bit more welcoming for people that are feeling anxious about it have you got any ideas i've started like a um local group on facebook mm -hmm. of um meets and i've just done it very casual of um if you're in our area and obviously i've put the area mm -hmm. and i've put if you're going somewhere just say yeah because the amount of times that i've um put you know oh I've gone there and then someone's gone oh well why didn't you tell and because you don't think you're just going yeah. somewhere you're not yeah you're not doing it and so like today we did one for the park uh, for the farm and quite a few people are coming on Friday we're going to go to a park so I've written it there and it's only something I've just literally started this week yeah. but I got a lot of feedback because when I was asking I literally just messaged them and go you keep saying that you're going to come but you're not coming what can I do to make you feel better yeah and most of them said I don't want to walk into a big hall of loads of people and then I sat back and thought oh okay that makes a bit more sense so I was like well would you be happy meeting at a park and so then I'm trying to do yeah. to do that to evolve them that they feel okay to 
to go to a hall. So That's I think okay. it, you're just asking people like I, I know what like it's just so obvious, but then we don't yeah. just be kind of time second guess yeah. or think, oh, if I'll do this and do this, but yeah, sometimes they're just straightforward, and then the simple is the best. Right, yeah. time, time is up. Goes so quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Jenna. I'm sure we'll have you back again another time. It's a bit, hi, hi. It's a bit dark in here. I'm sorry, guys. I've got a little um, candle look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the light because I'm in the awning. I don't know if you can yeah. see. It's um, so it's a bit dark. Yeah. I know. Sorry. It's really atmospheric. I love it. Um, yeah. Like I'm in my stories. warm my warm camping clothes <laughs> yeah so tell us who you are who you are to get and why you're in a caravan so i am jen everyone and i home educate two children a 13 year old son and a 11 year old daughter and we've been doing it nearly four years i think now yeah um was that it i think oh yeah and we're currently in the lake district at the moment in our caravan because we have a tour of a caravan so yeah um it's just me, my mum, actually, and the kids. So, oh, so nice. My mum's first time in a caravan. <laughs> oh, I have such great memories of going with my mum and my nana, except for the time when my mum went in sinking sand and we always had to get a helicopter out to pull her out. <laughs> my nana was like panicking on the beach about it. But yeah, I have so many fond memories of caravan holidays. That's why I wow. took my kids recently because like, this was just something special about it and magical, I think, about like Definitely. taking it home and with you and yeah well, we're the only ones we're the only ones here as well there's no one else we've got out, oh, the whole campsite to ourselves that's amazing so that is one perk for homeschool there we've got yeah. like the, <laughs> got the whole place to ourselves <laughs> yeah i'm not going to ask you any of the questions that i send because i'm just okay. going to just going to go with it because i love the idea of kind of traveling and that being like such a big part but sometimes we think like world schooling like we've got to be in a van and going around and doing it and like full time yeah. and so on but you incorporate a lot of like adventure and traveling into your home ed. So I just wondered if you could like tell us why you do that and what that kind of looks like as kind of a week to week basis. Yeah. Um, originally we wanted to kind of world school. So we, mm -hmm. did, we, we did, we did, we actually wanted to move over to Spain, but Brexit um, ruined our, yeah. <laughs> ruined our dreams. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so then I said, plan B is to try and get like a camper or a caravan and to just do as much travel as we can, because mm -hmm. we found that, all of our highlights of home education so far have been traveling and the children yeah. have actually learned the most about culture, about animals, about nature, just like about living, like wild living, um, yeah. learning how to grow things naturally. And yeah, it's all been done while we've been traveling. So we try to sort of incorporate as much as we can uh, and try. So like having a camp caravan obviously is the cheapest way. And because mm -hmm. it's expensive, we can't afford to like go all the time. Yeah. And my husband hasn't got a job where he can travel all the time. So um, I find that sometimes I go off as well on my own and do things yeah. with the kids. So you have to be quite brave <laughs> to do yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, it's been, that's like all of our highlights have been traveling really. Yeah. What about um, like socialization and like building community? Do you find that's impacted by lots of traveling or is it just kind of just? No, I think um, we still kind of like, we we have a local meet as well still where we live mm -hmm. and the the home education group there where we live are brilliant um but we do travel a lot with them actually like we yeah. do little, like beach trips we had the we went we had a not back to school um fossil hunt oh, so no. we all went to the beach fossil hunting and then i've made friends like through sort of instagram where i can say oh i'm down south do you fancy yeah. up? and like we've just like met up just because we've met on instagram and you know or on Facebook, on a group or something, I've said, I'm in the area, anyone want to meet up? And 
So I think you can sort of, you, you can find socialization wherever you go, you know, it doesn't have to be obviously with other children. It can be with grown ups. you know, when you go just talking to local people, like local, if you go into another country like Spain, just talking to Spanish people. Yeah, finding it out like widens the concept of yeah. community, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I want to do more. I, 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 we don't have a car, so it's not as easy to just like jet off in places. But um, we do a lot of day trips, and then I'm yeah to, to build it up to stay places. Yeah. Do you have? I've asked this for a couple of people. Do you have any questions you want to ask me? Um, it, I won't be offended. Well, you've answered the first one that I was thinking. If like whether your kids ever went to school. Yeah. Um. But and maybe maybe like what is the reason why you decided to homeschool? Because I know you used to be a teacher. So yeah. What's why um, did you want to? The first thing was I think more like well we thought we might be moving and so just the idea of like settling to school and then resettling somewhere else, and then my husband's American and they start school a year later. So he was like it's quite early and I was thinking yeah it's quite early and my oldest is summer born, and so it was more like well it's like if it ain't broke don't fix it like everything was just going well as it was so it seemed silly to like upset that I, said, yeah. I guess and so I, I kind of thought oh, we'll definitely do it for the first year and then he can go into like year one or whatever or maybe start reception but now like my reasons are, are very different from when we started yeah but it's much more kind of I, I do think it's almost like a protest of against yeah. systems and um attitudes and so on that I'm like I'm relishing um my kids being outside of some of those systems and being explore things a little bit more and I love the community that we have um but originally it was I don't I wouldn't say it was like almost like laziness but it was like <laughs> why why do all this like extra effort when we don't know where we're gonna be and we don't know yeah it and, makes sense yeah yeah what about you why did you start I probably um, asked this in the last interview but I don't know did I it mainly well we, i wanted to take them out anyway because we wanted to move to spain so oh yeah yeah we, i didn't really fancy like putting them in a spanish school <laughs> so we, we did learn spanish a little bit yeah and then um my daughter emily she they they thought she had dyslexia but the school wasn't very supportive they didn't have any like support system in place so because i used to work in schools myself um i just thought i can do it I, i'll just pull her out early so yeah i pulled her out of school and sort of did it myself taught her how to read and do the things that they were sort of lacking so yeah so really it was because the school system let me down really yeah yeah so that was why <laughs> that's perfect timing the beeps have just gone because yeah. i have to not say the beep beeps because that's what i say to my kids you've got to wait for the beep beeps <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us from your caravan I really that's all right i know you'll be back at some point to chat again right. yeah how are you how are you my voice has come back yeah <laughs> you've had a bit of a rough night haven't you yeah it's been a weekend yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first but it's question, nice to be here distraction yeah hit me <laughs> first question is how do you adapt when everything goes absolutely the wrong way um it it depends what frame of mind i'm in if i'm in like a really positive frame of mind then i try and do the i did that as my top tip on the other day about using the movement cards so oh, generally yeah, yeah anything to do with movement so get up and do a dance put some different music on alexa or um get them to do there's these great youtube um like dance offs or um like where they pretend they're in a computer game and they run and jump um those ones are quite good yeah. um 
those are my favorite things to do if I'm in the right frame of mind to not just throw everything out of the window and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. otherwise just getting out of the house yeah yeah I always it's like a real struggle to get out and then like 10 minutes into it the arguments have calmed down and everyone's yeah. like into it like, oh, this is why we do it yeah yeah you use technology um you use technology quite like strategically in your house don't you you want to tell yeah. us a few of your tips with that um I set up a playlist on YouTube um and there's like an hour of different lessons Le lessons they're just yeah. programs they like watching um but I try and do it as a variety so they start off with a movement one which is usually one of these like runs or something um and then a couple of short videos and then one longer and a couple of short ones um so that I can go and do my work um and then afterwards I go like oh, make some notes of things you want to tell me about because I haven't watched them um so then because I think screens are fine as long as you get that kind of interaction and they they can build on it a bit um so then they'll tell me about things or they'll say we can't really explain it so then we'll watch it together so we can have a conversation about it um and we'll re-watch it later and things like that yeah. um so yeah that's that's the big one that we do in the morning yeah. um well, yeah as well as like the screens when i'm cooking dinner we use them yeah, yeah that's like that's the only way i said it in the last yeah however many years it's been 27 years it feels like yeah we just set up um we were given a tv when we moved here that didn't really work and but we've had because we've never been like a tv in multiple homes because also when you have like ipads and things you don't need the tvs but i just set up the tv in the like playroom because of being guided by you about kind of getting the youtube channels <laughs> up and so on and even they can listen to podcasts and things but i've been so like it's so silly that i like I used to hide, not that anyone come, came around our house because it's COVID and so on, but I'd like hide the spare TV, make sure if I was taking pictures of like the homeschool room that I wouldn't want like technology in it, just the pine cone and the leaves or whatever. Um, I've even done it now. Like, Put the wooden toys in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> hide it with the Grimm's rainbow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, it's so silly because it's like such a, a clever tool that we have. And if I was a teacher, I wouldn't be like, no, we can't use screens classroom so yeah, yeah. So actually, i've been encouraged by seeing your playlist and thinking yeah i need to do that yeah there's so many great videos and they get to see things that i couldn't do and that things are explained in a different way um and also i think there's a lot of power in them teaching me things mm -hmm. so they're like we learned this really amazing thing and then they can explain it to me and then they feel like they're educating me and it's a two-way thing as well not just me constantly going rah, 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 at them <laughs> Yeah, ハイエスオーイジーとかなななななでもなんかいっそもなすみえクエスチョンなんかいやすレミチーチューアンエクスプレインエンドなんかいっそういやまいオーレスですちょっとスタートとゴーとガーデニングクラブなんかヘルピング
day from being learning was said the like I wonder thing and I try and do that like I wonder if this but I, I'm just like dying to say it. well actually it's because of this and this and this um that's yeah that's yeah something about having to unlearn from being a teacher I think is that I, I don't even if I do have the answers I don't have to share it and it's unlearning from just being in school as well because that's it's right to have the answer actually it's not it's right to think around things and that's how you evolve your thinking yeah do you have any questions for me Lana so many questions we've got five I, minutes left four minutes oh, I want to get your top tip for how you manage work when you're when you're looking after the children honestly screen time and bribery like that's um yeah and I try to I've tried to time things so that we do the busy stuff before so I have a lot of meetings at kind of nine o'clock till 10 o'clock. So then we'll do our like table time and busy stuff beforehand, ideally, so that then they can watch TV during that time. Um, and then, I mean, I did set up activities. I find it really hard because my littlest is quite destructive at three. Yeah. Um, but I can see the like the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I said earlier, they played Play-Doh for two hours and um, just all themselves while I was in a different room this afternoon. I'm like, oh, I right, see it coming. Yeah. I think what I might eventually it's had kind of like a rotation of things like that that I can put out um, but also I'm very like fortunate that my meetings are really laid back because it's with other home educators so if I've got a kid on my lap um, or the noisy in the background then it's um, then it kind of goes but really I just wing it and I don't, I don't have any strategies I wrote a list I actually wrote a list of like um something that I could put out as an invitation every morning mm -hmm. for like the whole of September and um they just got so engrossed in like one thing that they wanted to keep having it out for several days yeah. so I'm like I've written this month this is gonna last months yeah it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like oh I haven't set the tough tray up yet and then I have to think about what to put on it and actually having it already planned out so much easier yeah yeah i have found that <laughs> and we've changed this to how we do screen time in the house so we have linked it to like them doing certain chores they get tv and they get but like extra stuff they kind yeah. of earn by ticking off this stuff and that's helped me like when i don't want to go through those routines in order when i'd rather be like well let's just say and watch tv while i'm in this meeting or whatever it's helped me be motivated to to do like the routines and the chores with them and tidy up together because that's a big yeah. thing my family's learning is tidying up but, yeah bake off has been great because i've actually sat down with them and watched stuff instead of just using tv to distract them and then me not getting to sit down and watch it and um, we've been purposely sitting down and watching bake off together so that's been really nice we have to find stuff. something when that runs out there's so much great stuff to watch together as well that like you can look like you're learning alongside them and i like tv so i guess why should i like demonize it for them um that yeah. I, I answered your question at all i don't have any ideas just... <laughs> nobody does we're all winging it yeah we're all like, please give me a tip but nobody knows <laughs> yeah there's no tips <laughs> any any other questions for me or can i think of any tricky ones for you i don't know I wasn't terribly prepared because of no, the weekend that we had. Yeah, I was impressed that you were like still awake at this time and able to formulate sentences. Just about. Well, congratulations. You've made it to the end of the Power Hour or Power 45 Minutes. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed listening to people's insights into their home ed journeys. If you want to find more, we've got them on Instagram and on our YouTube channel too. Or maybe you'd like to be on our next Power Hour. If that's the case, then get in touch. We'd love to hear your story too. Anyway, thank you again for listening and take care.